You have the American dream. You run your own business. But running a business turns out to be more than you thought. It's a pain in the neck. You're not getting where you want to go. You're not getting what you want to get. And you're working 97 hours a week. We're here to help you fix that. This is the Small Business Celebration Podcast. I am your host, Michael Roberts, and on this podcast, you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Hi, my name is Bob Meadows. I'm with the city of Shafter, and I listen to the Small Business Celebration Podcast because I always learn something new from the people that Michael has on. That's why I enjoy it. Before we begin our interview with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you, the listener, for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you're about to hear an example why after several thousand downloads in just over a year, small business owners, CEOs, CFOs, partners, and general managers download the Small Business Celebration podcast in record numbers on a weekly basis basis. We want to thank the tremendous content that our Visioneer guests continue to provide this podcast, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who have subscribed to this podcast, internalize our guests' valuable insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business, and we thank you. Our guest this week is Jay Tamsey, the CEO of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. And what is the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and what is it that you do? Well, I'm the president CEO and I've been the president for nine years now. We are a nonprofit and nonpartisan organization. We help small business owners, large business owners, corporations, and those who cater to Hispanics and also employ Hispanics to assist them in growing their businesses and help them with business tools to run a successful business. Why do you focus specifically on the Hispanic community? To be honest, 60% of our membership is Hispanic, 40% is non-Hispanic. So I feel that we are the community's chamber, Mm. first of all. And second of all, it's important to cater to the Hispanic community and the 40% who are non-Hispanic because we need each other to survive in this county. Mm. 53% of this county is Hispanic. It's just growing by leaps and bounds. And so I feel that it's really important that we acknowledge that, folks acknowledge that, and that we have the highest rate of especially Latinas right now that are opening up businesses. And so it's important for us to provide them the tools that they need to grow their businesses once they join the chamber. Once they join the chamber and we gather at government relations meetings, our business academies, our networking opportunities, our signature events that we have in the community, once we connect all the pieces of the puzzle together with the 60% who are Hispanics and 40% non, we all work together so that we can make business thrive and we can keep that 7.2 unemployment rate as it is. One of the dirty little secrets that has been mentioned to me more than once is that we do have a very burgeoning Latina business ownership market and community here in Kern County. How does the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce help them develop and grow? It's interesting that you say that because we do have tons of members who are, I shouldn't say tons, hundreds of members that are Latina business owners. Mm -hmm. They are taking risks and going out there and opening up salons. They're opening up the gift shops. They're opening up the handbag and craft 
stores. And I really think that that is contributed because when the oil took a deep hit mm-hmm. a couple years ago and several folks, several of their husbands were laid off, losing their homes, foreclosing. I feel that Latinas, it's in the Latino culture that you go and do what you have to do to make money and make ends meet to raise your family right. and to keep your house, right? And right, right. everything going. So Latinas were out there taking the risks. And the way that we help Latina businesses grow is, and other businesses as well, but a lot of Latinas take our business academies. And I think and what that's- what is the business academy? Our business academy is an eight to 10 week academy. It's two hours a week for eight to 10 weeks. And what you will learn is the basics of running a business. So you'll start off with writing a business plan, marketing your business, for, to incorporating your business, to insurance, and we go all the way to to customer service. Mm-hmm. And so those who are opening up a business or those who want to brush up on their skills or who didn't ever create a business plan, but hopefully they are successful. There isn't anything wrong to come and take these academies. We're so grateful for Wells Fargo being that presenting sponsor. These academies are actually complementary to our members and to those in the community. Again, thanks to Wells Fargo for that. But it actually comes to us with great need. Mm -hmm. I think the more that you brush up on your skills, or if you want to open up a business, or maybe you have a hobby that you think can turn into a business, right. after the class, you're going to be able to determine that. What is really neat about it is that every single class session that we have, we bring in an expert in the field of marketing, mm. but we utilize our members in terms chamber of members. chamber members. Ah. They're gaining access to small business owners and entrepreneurs, or then in turn, they're not selling their product, but those small business owners and entrepreneurs know that they can go to that expert and get a percentage off. Say it was an attorney that was coming in to talk about how to incorporate your business. Right. They would get a percentage off of their consultation fee or get the consultation fee waived. Wow. So it's a win-win situation all the way around. And it's a wonderful academy that we have. We've graduated over 660 entrepreneurs and small business owners. Wow. With the return on investment in about 35 to 40%. And so we do check up on them. And from here, we partner with different organizations who are able to either invest in them, loan them money, start up small business grants. Mm-hmm. So it's just a wonderful, wonderful academy that we have. And at the end, we have a really nice graduation for all of them uh-huh. to enjoy. And some of the folks that come, because we have English and Spanish, mm-hmm. and we combine at the same time, we have English and Spanish academies that are going on in different classrooms, and we combine them at the end. And so they get to network. Nice. This is probably, for some of them, the only time they get to invite a few of their family members to the graduation. And that's probably their first and only time that they're ever going to graduate. So it's really nice. Really nice to see. One of the things that shouldn't go understated that this chamber is doing very, very well with is community because community is king 
in any economy, especially in this one. One of the things that the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce here does really well is it's very dynamic. It's very robust. There's things going on all the time. And you guys have developed a very successful strategy for networking mixers and governmental affairs events and all kinds of things like that. And there's never seems to be a dull moment, as it were. Right. Where did that come from? Because this is not something that happened overnight. What was the impetus and why do you go through and put in all this time, all this work, all this energy into building community like you have? Well, Michael, I have about 25 plus years being involved in the community and 25 plus years actively on nonprofit organizations. Mm. And I've learned through those 25 years without I'm telling my age. Um, <laughs> and, and yes, I do have a life outside of that. But learning the way nonprofits work and the different causes and being involved in the community and making a difference through those nonprofit organizations, mm-hmm. I brought all of that experience with me nine years ago when I became the president CEO. Mm-hmm. I brought all that experience with me. I was ahead of the game as far as being involved in the community Mm -hmm. and getting this chamber really off the ground to really focus on not just chamber members, but getting the community involved as a whole Mm. and coming together. Mm. I am about collaboration and partnership. I'm not about dividing anybody. I run this chamber with a wonderful board of directors, a very energetic diplomat committee, which is similar to an ambassador committee, Mm -hmm. and lots and lots of wonderful volunteers who are either in high school or adults. It takes a huge group of folks to run a successful chamber. And you can go to, it's Bakersfield, let's face it, it's Bakersfield, it's Kern County. There's several events every single day, well, tons of events. According to my calendar, on this day alone, there's at least six this evening alone, just on the community calendar. I can imagine all the unofficial ones that are going on too. Oh, absolutely. But what you do is so that folks can select your event, you want to treat everybody as you want to be treated. Second of all, you want everybody to feel welcomed. And it's like opening up the door to your home. And I know that in our family, even when you walk into the chamber office, you're greeted with customer service. You're greeted and asked if you wanted a bottle of water, something to drink. And you're treated like family because that's when you feel the most welcomed. Right. And so that's, I think, how we were able to connect with the community is because when you get involved with our chamber, you're an extensive family member. Mm. What better way to run your business having an extensive family, I guess, an extension of the family. Sorry. Part of this, though, comes from your experience of owning your own business before you became the president and CEO of the Hispanic Chamber. What was the name or is the name, I should say, of your business? So it was Tamzink. So my last name's T-A-M-S-I, uh-huh. and then it just was N-C. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Monsters, Inc. Ah, okay. So, however, <laughs> it took the county several years when I opened up my business to then contact me and say, you're not incorporated. And I'm like, that's not. I'm not incorporated, (laughs) but I had my license for three years. Nonetheless, 
It is now Tamsi Consulting. What is it that Tamsi Consulting does? Anything from strategic planning to strategic marketing, working with different business owners or corporate owners and creating their, a strategic plan, a marketing plan, PR plan, mm-hmm. a mixture of things on finding the demographics that you want to cater to. And then I go out, do a little bit of research, do a little bit of surveying, and then we're able to bring in those consumers to your business. From writing a press release to making sure that they have the commercials and the radio commercials and all that stuff right now, social media and marketing. I work with some other folks that I outsource some of the things too. Basically, in a nutshell, it's just helping them grow their business. And that's something that is my business, but it's something that I enjoy doing because I like to see the end result. If we rebrand your business, I want to see the end result. I want to see those folks coming into your business. Hey, does COVID-19 have you feeling unnerved, isolated, and alone? It doesn't have to be that way. This is the time to spend with your family and friends, but make it nice. Geronco Party Rentals has the answer. It's the I Ain't Scared to Party special going on right now. Book and pay in full for your event by March 31st, and I'm going to give you 20% off on your entire order. Hey, the best part is, it doesn't have to be in the next two weeks for the party. It could be any time in 2020. Just come in and pay the order by March 31st. Call Geronco Party Rentals at 661-325-0855 or visit us at joroncorentals.com. That's J-O-R-O-N-C-O rentals.com. Or again, give us a call at 325-0855. We're here with Jay Tamsey, the CEO of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the owner of Tamsey Consulting Services. What were some of the things that you took from your ownership of your consulting service that you use now here at the Chamber, as well as things that you've learned from being on a multitude of other nonprofit boards? Folks come into the office and folks come to networking events that we have. And you'd be surprised as business owners... You may have skipped a few permits here and there when you have to pull your business (laughs) um, license. So I have that advantage of talking to them about going to the county, going to the city of Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. Your fictitious business name has to be in the paper for 30 days within the county. Just things like that. If you're going to be working from home, you have to have a permit from zoning and planning, stuff like that. So I have that upper hand Mm -hmm. and that knowledge. I also have the knowledge of accessibility to cutting the red tape. Mm. As I become the business owner and the president CEO of the organization, my connections with elected officials and my connections with department heads within the county and within the city of Bakersfield is something that's very, very important when you're a business owner, because I can bring that to the table and help and assist a business owner that is possibly opening up a hall, but they're just not that ready and they get inspected. If you have that relationship with an elected official or planning or someone in fire department, whatever it may be, you're able to make that phone call and say, you know, can you help my member or let us buy some time? Because I think that's the problem is that with small business owners, it's not that you don't have 
that sometimes you don't have those resources or sometimes it takes the money, right. right, to invest. And you just need that much, maybe 30 more days, 60 more days. And it's not that you don't want to get those permits. It's just that sometimes you just don't know. So I think that I'm able to bring those skills and those knowledge to the table. And this is something that doesn't go away, whether you've been in business for two weeks, two months, two years, or 20 years. This is something where having a contact like yourself, if you've been in business for five, six, seven, eight years, and you've gotten this very curious letter that you don't quite understand, you can give somebody like yourself a call and say, hey, how do I solve this problem? And and how do I, or who do I talk to about? You're the person that they should give a call and talk and reach out to. Exactly. And I'm not saying that I know everything, but I will certainly definitely go find the answer for you as a business owner. And speaking of which, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can call our chamber office at 661-633-5495, or you can visit our website, kchcc.org, or you can go to our Facebook page, which is kchcc85. That's how you can get a hold of us. And we look forward to you coming to one of our meetings and maybe some of our signature events. So appreciate and, that. And speaking of events, you grew up in Delano and you have a very active nonprofit background. You've done a lot of great things. In fact, you were the Grand Marshal of the Cinco de Mayo Festival back in 2017. And you're also very involved with the Catholic Charities of Kern County and the Philippine Weekend Executive Committee and a variety of other organizations that I think we could spend the next two hours just rambling <laughs> off that you've done. And this kind of an experience and this kind of a background doesn't go unnoticed. And in fact, the office in which we're recording this now is your office. And you have lots and lots of plaques and awards and statements and proclamations from the Assembly and the Senate and a variety of other organizations as well. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you is each one of these is not given, but earned. For business owners out there, what is it that you've done? Because it's taken a lot of work to do this. Yeah. What is the process or what have you done on a day-by-day basis that has allowed you to earn each of these awards that you've received? Thank you for noticing that in my office. <laughs> um, and first of all, I have them here because I don't want them on my home. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm very appreciative and I'm very thankful. And I think my faith in God has gotten me to where I am right now. Mm. Never in a million years thought that I would be a president CEO of a nonprofit or a company or Mm -hmm. own my own business. With faith and family, I do credit that Mm -hmm. a lot to. The accolades that I've received, I'm very humble and I'm very appreciative of that. My parents, they had a very poor childhood. Mm -hmm. The stories that they told my sister and I growing up really had a big impact in our lives. And that made me want to get more involved in the community. I was always a part of like student council, ASB and all that stuff in school. I loved being involved in those arenas, making a difference in the school. But then when I graduated, or actually when I was 15 or 16, I started getting involved in my first nonprofit organization. And what was that? That was called the Filipino Community of Delano. 
that's where I serve in the capacity of president now. Okay. So here you are years later, <laughs> 20 plus years later, I'm aging myself. Going back to it is that I didn't want to see someone or a child, for example, go without having a uniform, not having anything to eat after a game when they were on a bus, just like my father did. Mm. That's really made a huge impact on my life. As time progressed, when I sit on a board, I give 110%. As time progressed, I got on all of these boards, right? And I felt like I was making a difference. And if I made a difference in someone's lives, or I made a difference in making our community a better place to live, then it was fulfillment and joy in my heart. And knowing that my father and my mother didn't have very much, it inspired me more. When you receive an accolade or you receive a proclamation, you're very humbled by it. And it makes you want to do more for your community, mm. not less, but do more. Because of all these accolades, it has elevated your stature in this community. And you have taken that stature and worked with it with the chamber and utilized it for the chamber and the business community from whom you serve. How has all this work that you've done served the business owner here in the Hispanic community of Bakersfield? My wheels are always spinning, right? Uh-huh. So I, to be honest, I've, I don't sleep very much. But <laughs> we have an energy and ag academy that was actually just a pilot program. And I wrote a grant for it. And it involved children. Mm-hmm. I say that because a lot of folks were getting laid off in the oil and ag industry. Mm-hmm. I thought, while these children are seeing their parents lose their jobs, we really want to educate them and let these children know, or these kids know, in college or current high school district, we really want to let them know that there's all these great opportunities here in Bakersfield to become an engineer and to become successful, right? to become a business owner. That's why my wheels are always spinning. And that's why we came up with the academy. That's why we came up with the scholarship programs that we have. And we really, truly go after business owners who have children that are in college because we want them to either stay local and go to Bakersfield College or CSUB, Mm -hmm. either one, or go to any of the trade schools here or any of them that we have in Kern County. Mm -hmm. Or if they go off to college, we want them to come back. Mm. We want them to come back, give back to their community, and we also want them to come and help their parents. If a restaurant owner has been successful for 30 years and they want to retire, well, guess who's going to be next? It's Mm. going to be the kids, Mm -hmm. and they're going to come back, and they're going to take over the restaurant. Or if they come to (laughs) plenty of networking events here with Hispanic Chamber, the business owner gets an idea of who to sell the restaurant to. To. (laughs) Exactly. 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 So yeah, hopefully that just sums it up on how we thrive on helping small business owners succeed by providing them the tools, not just the networking opportunities. There's a lot of things that we have to offer here. Government relations. Lots of folks have witnessed the increase this year in minimum wage right? and how it affects their business. Well, We have that information at our government relations meetings on, we'll talk about legislation, new legislation that's going to be affecting businesses. Right. It's going to be affecting oil and ag and different types of industries. So second Monday of every month, we have a government relations meeting. It's 
for our members. It's for our communities. Again, 633-5495, call our office <laughs> if you want to attend so that we can have lunch for you. And it's totally free, complimentary, thanks to our sponsor, ERA mm-hmm. Energy. Then we also have our business mixers that are hosted by our members every second Wednesday of the month. Just look online, kchcc.org. Go there and you'll find some more information on that and lots of different things that we have in the community. And you'll also know that we have seven different signature events. As a nonprofit, the money has to come from somewhere, right? So yes, there are grants out there, but we also fundraise so that we're able to provide these programs and services to our members and the community. Hello, Visioneers! How would you like free exposure for you and your company to go through the roof? Like, comment, and share at least 10 small business celebration posts this month on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Visioner Heidi Forsyth of Bakersfield College did just that on a recent post of ours with John Paul Lake. Heidi asked John Paul an insightful question on our post of him. He answered, and the number of views on that post went through the roof. Now, even more people know about Heidi because of her one intelligent question. Be a visioneer like Heidi. Like, comment, and share a small business celebration post on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook today. We're here with Jay Tamsey, the CEO of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the owner of Tamsey Consulting Services. One of the things that you just mentioned is that you have to run a nonprofit just like a business. Right. One of the things we've had other guests on, like Janelle Capra and Sherry Hornbunk, one of the things that they talk about is that as a nonprofit, if you don't have money coming in, you can't have money going out and doing all the services and taking care of the leaky roof. What are some of the things that you have learned from business ownership that has influenced or affected the way you do business with the nonprofit? Yes, every nonprofit should run as a business. I'm working with a nonprofit right now that are thinking about what they want to do in the community. Mm-hmm. They want outreach, education, all of these things, but without financial income coming in, without income coming in, right. we can't do any of those things to provide the outreach right. and education that this organization wants to, that's their mission. Right. Yeah, it's really important. And I bring that background and that expertise of running a nonprofit, not only to the chamber, but sitting on other boards is that knowing that you have to go out there and you have to solicit sponsorship. You have to maintain and build relationships with different folks out there in the community Mm -hmm. and make sure that you get all of those folks to believe in your cause, to believe in what you're doing for this organization. And with that being said, there has to be money being deposited in order to write that check. (laughs) Or even if you're providing, especially if you're providing services for free. Somebody has to pay for it. Someone has to pay for it. Even if I'm sitting on an organization that is festival driven. Mm -hmm. I've been on an organization where we had to fold and just close the doors on the organization that had been alive for 70 plus years. But if you don't have the business mentality and you're not catering to the right demographics and you're not marketing the event properly, even though it's a festival, you still have to run it as a business. And to some folks, it's hard for them to understand that. But with the experience and listening is is the key. 
listening to other folks and what they can bring to the table. And that's going to make your organization successful. As you've developed this very dynamic organization, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and you've learned from your own personal business, and you've learned from being on a lot of variety of other boards and whatnot, you've also learned some things the hard way. And what is one of those things that has happened to you personally the hard way that affects the decisions and the choices and the direction and the planning that has made this organization work so well? Trial and error. Mm. You go into an organization and you don't know everything. You're not supposed to know everything. We're human. We make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I feel that when I first started here at the chamber, I came in and needed lots of fine tuning and maybe rebranding the logo, the mission statement, maybe rebranding the board, coming up with a diplomat committee that can assist and help because you can't do it. You can't do it by yourself. Right. And you have to have staff that's very loyal to you so that they can see the vision. Mm -hmm. But then they have to be loyal as well to the members. Because Ah. if you don't have the membership, then you don't have the organization. Right. So without the members, you don't have the chamber. And how did you learn this? Because you've developed a very active ambassadorship. This is something that's missing in a lot of other organizations. And you learn this the hard way. And how did you learn how to develop such a strong ambassadorship when you meet business owners Mm -hmm. they want to get involved it's just how much time they have because everyone after their business has a family has other obligations has church has kids has after school programs whatever they do with their kids but they all want to get involved Mm -hmm. and they've heard about the chamber they've heard about the Hispanic chamber And we do have certain criteria that it takes to be a diplomat, Mm -hmm. which is similar to the ambassador. Mm -hmm. We give everyone the opportunity to become a diplomat, but there are things that go along with it. You have to attend a certain amount of meetings, mixers, ribbon cuttings, and out there really assisting other members. Mm. It's just a wonderful group of 25 plus business owners that come together and Again, I think this chamber is really, really dynamic because we are a family. Mm. We are like a family. You need that extended family like the Kern County Hispanic Chamber. When you're in business and you're down in the trenches and maybe things aren't going right, turn to us and we're there to help you. And that's what families do. Speaking of families, family is very important for you. It's a bedrock of what it is that you do. In some ways, when business owners talk about family, everybody loves their family. Everybody wants to spend time with Mm -hmm. their family. But for you, family defines who you are. Why? Family is everything to me. So my parents have been married 40 plus years, and they instilled in my sister and I at a very young age to work hard, persevere, determination. Education was super, super important at an early age. Um, That's something that they never were able to do after high school, graduating high school. So it was very important for us to go to college. With that being said, 
all the trials and tribulations, picking us up from school during their lunchtime and sacrificing and eating in the car, waiting for us and taking us to practice, baseball practice or whatever it was. A family is just everything to me. My only grandmother <laughs> that is left with us is going to be turning 90. And all of them on both sides, the maternal and paternal side, of my family members have always instilled that family is everything. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that when you're in business, you go through lots of trials and tribulations. Nothing comes easy. Nothing's just handed to you or given to you. And if it is, you're very lucky, right? But it's not handed to you when you're really, truly, truly getting down to the nitty gritty of opening your business or things aren't going well. Who are you going to turn to? Mm. You're going to turn to your family. Right. The other thing is I wanted to mention is that you can have all these family members and you can have lots of friends or you can be on Facebook and posts and all this stuff, which is great because I think that our community is wonderful at taking pictures and posting them and the camaraderie and the community is so very giving. Lots of our members and the chamber are very giving as well. But at the end of the day, you have to select, be very selective on who is really in your inner circle mm. and who you surround yourself with to keep you positive as a mm. business owner, positive, influencing you to go take advantage of this free workshop, these monthly free workshops that we have at the chamber knowledge, gaining this knowledge, you need your inner circle who truly cares about your business and truly cares about you. You need your inner circle and you need especially your family to be on the lookout for anything that's out there to help make you thrive. What makes you get up every morning and come here? I go home and I feel like I've accomplished what I set out to accomplish when I wake up. When I wake up, I thank God for giving me another day and I have goals to achieve every single day. I have goals to achieve all year long. But the thing is, though, is you are under a lot of stress. You're under a lot of pressure. You, there's a lot of people who ask for a lot of your time. Not everything is glass and golden. So there are definitely times where there is no sunshine. What makes you get up in the morning and come do this? You know, as I mentioned earlier, I sat on a lot of nonprofit organizations and then civic organizations. I learned that I come to work because I love what I do. I love helping business owners. I love seeing the end result from an entrepreneur thriving and making that 40 to 50% return on investment in their business. I love seeing success stories. I love being a part of it their journey when they come here into the chamber as a small business owner and entrepreneur and it being able to go out there and connect people and make those connections. That's what really drives me to wake up in the morning. Mm. I'm very thankful to God every morning to come to work and doing what I love to do. Once you stop loving what you do, then it's probably time for you to switch careers. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just within my business, I've had to go from starting my business and having five, six clients to now down to one. But that's okay because I know that I have to prioritize, prioritize everything that you do. There's lots of folks that want to speak with you or they always want the president. And those of you who are out there that have your businesses or have 
corporations or part of corporations, uh, corporate America or whatever you want to call it. Everyone wants to speak to the president or the executive director, right? Or the right. owner. Sometimes you just have to say that you'll get back to them and, and make sure you keep that promise though, that you will get back to them and make sure that you prioritize and take everything day by day. Well, Jay, this has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on the Small Business Celebration Podcast. This has been a true delight. Thank you very much. No, thank you for having me. And I've hoped that I've fulfilled my my duties as the president <laughs> of this chamber. But uh, more so, again, faith, family, and having those values and those attributes and taking all of that to your business, I believe that's going to make you very successful for all those businesses. So don't give up. Imagine having fun learning comprehensive firearms training indoors on Kern County's largest interactive firearms virtual simulator. Triple Threat Solutions offers affordable, comprehensive firearms training that is the same caliber for you and your employees as they train law enforcement officers. Call Roosevelt Scott with Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 and sign up for a private session in his state-of-the-art laser virtual shooting range for only $45. For one hour, you and three of your employees can use this state-of-the-art indoor air-conditioned laser virtual shooting range for only $45. Call Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. That's Triple Threat Solutions at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the visioneer tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.